Actually, it wasn't until right before the application process opened in October that I said, I'm going to give this a shot. I think this is the career I want for me. I had a friend who was going through the process and I put myself in her shoes and I was like, you know, like I've been in CrossFit for almost a year now, like I'm getting really strong. I think I can do this. And I went to the Chesterfield Technical Center for nursing school and I got my LPN and I was like, you know, I have this medical background. I'm not feeling nursing anymore. I never wanted to work in a hospital. So I was like, this is the best of both worlds. I get to help people and I get to do physical activity. Not be in a hospital. And not be in a hospital. Welcome back to the Firehouse Logbook Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Dawson. And it's been more than a few weeks. In fact, it's uh, been quite a few months since a new logbook episode's posted. But since this isn't really my day job and recording and producing these has taken a bit of a backseat over the last few months due to some of those pesky regular job commitments and travel. But uh, now we're back on track, and this will be episode 58. And I really appreciate the ongoing support of the podcast. There's been a lot of people still downloading the episodes uh, over the last six months when I haven't been putting anything out. And there's been support on the Patreon page as well for everybody for um, for supporting this and keeping this going. And it really brought me back to the table. So I'm excited about getting back at it and talking to some folks and uh, moving along as we get started. So for this episode uh, and the one that's going to follow episode 59, I thought it would be interesting to have a conversation with someone who is just starting their fire service journey. And I want to give a special thanks to Chief Loy Center uh, from Chesterfield Fire and EMS and Chief Jackson Baynard from Henrico for letting me sit down with two of their recruit firefighters uh, for their departments who are about to start their job uh, in recruit school uh, and talk about a little bit about their experience and what brought them to this job and, um, and their experience so far through the hiring process. So uh, with that, uh, joining me today for Episode 59 is uh, Caitlin Batten who will be joining the Chesterfield Fire and EMS Department literally in less than 24 hours. It's now Sunday the 25th, and you start uh, recruit school tomorrow. Is that right? That's correct. Well, welcome, and thanks for, uh, thanks for being here. Appreciate Thank you, you coming in. Thank you for having in. me. So uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about your, your background to start with. You're not completely new to the fire service. There's another fellow by the name of Captain Batten in the fire department in Chesterfield EMS. Uh, yes. You want to talk about uh, how you got introduced to the fire service? Well, I mean, my father, he got into the fire department literally right before I was born. So my whole life, I've just known about him being in the fire department. And when we were little, my mom would take us up to the station as often as she could. And I loved being in the firehouse, going to visit him, going to check out the engine and the trucks and the ambulance. I always thought it was super cool. And, you know, being that girl or that child in school who got to tell all their friends, my dad's a firefighter. I was the cool kid in school because of that. Oh, there you go. So he doesn't know that, does he? Uh, he thinks he's pretty cool. There you go. I think he's pretty cool too. Well, cool. Well, uh, talk about your uh, growing up. Uh, obviously, a, a local person to, to the Chesterfield area. Uh, Where did you go to high school? What did you do in school? Did you were you in sports or arts yes. or? Um, so I went to Manchester High School and I ran track. I did indoor and outdoor. Um, Four hundred meter was my race. I loved it. I also did hurdles. Um, there's a 300-meter hurdle race, and that last 100-meter stretch, your legs are just on fire. And that last hurdle right before the finish line would always be, like, first or second place. My leg would get caught on that hurdle, and I'd fall and hit the ground. <laughs> but 
Always got back, got back up and finished the race, there of course. Go. That last hurdle, they make it a little bit higher, don't they? I think, kind of, so. Yeah, I think, think so. I think so. But, yeah, I've been in Chesterfield my whole life. I've been in the same house. I'm still there. Cool. I threaten all the time that I'm not moving out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an issue with the dog. I got you. I did softball and basketball in elementary school. And then, again, track and cross country in middle school. So we've been pretty active our whole life. Um, my parents definitely pushed us to be in sports and physical activity growing up, keep us healthy, and always had vegetables, rice, and some sort of protein for dinner. And that's what we still eat. There you go. So, well, at what point did you uh, decide you 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 look this way to as a career path? Actually, it wasn't until right before the application process opened in October that I said. I'm going to give this a shot. I think this is the career I want for me. I had a friend who was going through the process, and I put myself in her shoes, and I was like, you know, like I've been in CrossFit for almost a year now. Like I'm getting really strong. I think I can do this. And I went to the Chesterfield Technical Center for nursing school, and I got my LPN, and I was like, you know, I have this medical background. I'm not feeling nursing anymore. I never wanted to work in a hospital so I was like, this is the best of both worlds. I get to help people, and I get to do not, physical activity. Not being a hospital. And not being a hospital. Oh, yeah. Well, what, what was the, um, the application process like, both the, uh, the written and the physical? Uh, talk, talk, kind of walk me through what you had to go through to get to the point where you got an interview and then ultimately a job offer. So I applied in October, and then it wasn't until about the end of December, beginning of January, they sent us an email to sign up for the written test. And they gave us a study guide to look over. So I, I looked at that every day until the test, and I was so nervous. I was like, I understand the material, but some of these questions, I don't know. But I was like, you know what? We got this. I'm going to do this. So I went in and took the test, and it was about an hour and a half, two hours. And the first uh, group of questions were personality-based, like what would you do in this situation? And then the other questions were math, uh, written questions, um, you know, you had to figure out if a gear is going this way, like where's the other one going. Figuring that mechanical apt- aptitude. Yes, kind of exactly. Thing, yeah. So those were kind of hard, but I got an email a couple of weeks later that I passed. And then it was another email later to sign up for an interview. So then I had the interview panel and it was four firefighters of different ranks. And then the day after my interview, I went to Key West for vacation and it was great awesome well so, uh, so if mark berry's listening i'm going to share some mark berry stories after i stop record so okay i'll share some some of those mark berry stories so you can be ready for those awesome i also did apply for henrico in december so um, that was pretty much the same thing i applied took the written test and then just waited to hear back and then i passed their written test and while i was waiting for the physical test with Chesterfield, I was going to the practice sessions for Henrico's test. So I was going to those and I actually passed the CPAT and then Chesterfield accepted it so I didn't have to take their physical test. Oh, so actually. They, they would let you take that, that standardized test that got you through yes. the physical part. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cool. I was exempt from their physical and then a couple weeks later I got the job offer from Chesterfield and I accepted. And then the week later, I got the job offer from Henrico and respectfully declined. Yeah. Glad Chesterfield jumped the gun on that <laughs> one and got you on. So, well, well what, what about um, the time growing up with your with your dad and the fire service experience? You had? What what 
what being part of that kind of drove you in this direction to the fire service? Was there anything in particular that you went, I, I want to be part of this or I want to do that job? I, the ability to take care of people in an emergency and know what you're doing at that pace, it just it fascinates me. I want to be able to help people and it's terrible for them. It's the worst thing that they're going through and I want to be there for them. I want to be able to guide them and comfort them, but also be able to help take care of whatever wound that they have and know what I'm doing and know what I'm doing is making a difference for them. Nice. Did, um, um, you think anything, your LPN training through, um, through the tech center, did, did you get EMT as well or after that, or, or, or is that what you're going to have to go through in the, in the recruit Academy? Too, so, that yeah, the, so the first eight weeks are EMT training. Um, but with my LPN, I have a good base of anatomy, medical terms, and taking care of people so and medication. Not going to be completely foreign to exactly. You, so. Won't be a complete foreign language to me. Gotcha. Is there anything is uh, in in the academy? Oh, let's start here. We're starting to end of June. When do do you know about what time that you're going to graduate and get out to the field? Uh, I believe end of December. December. So about a six month program. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there anything in that six months coming up? on the hori- your horizon, is there anything you think in the Recruit Academy that you're uh, excited about doing? You really want to get in there and do fill in the blank? Or is there anything that's really giving you some kind of anxiety or worry that, hey, can I, am I really going to be able to do X, Y, Z? Is you know, kind of both ends of the spectrum. One is something you're excited to get into, and one is you're not really excited to get into, but you know you're going to have to get through it. Um, so I'm, again, excited to learn how to take care of people in emergency situations. Uh, I'm scared or nervous about the weight of the gear. I'm 125 pounds, so that gear's uh, like half, more than half my body mm-hmm. weight. But well, CrossFit probably got you ready for this. CrossFit yeah. is the only reason I was able to pass the CPAT. Gotcha. So I would recommend that to anybody who's starting or applying for the department, get into the gym or CrossFit especially, get moving, get to working out, and buy a weight vest too. Um, cause that's what I did. I bought a vest and I walk my dog with it. I'll do some workouts in it and it just helps you get used to having that extra weight. Yep. And it, this is just my experience. You know, I'm, I'm not the smallest of characters in the department, so I never really had a problem with the physical aspect of it, but I, I do know there's a, there's a captain. I'll give you her name later. So you, if you need to reach out to her, she's not, not, she's about your size. Okay. And one thing I learned from her was she could do everything that I could do but probably not the exact same way I was doing it because mm-hmm. she's got to use her size, the size she has to her advantage in a different way. So uh, I think all those tasks and skills are out there. It's just, you, you know, that if you get, different technique if you got, the, if you got like women. the Wayne Bowen, who's a mountain showing you how to do something, you may need to go, I'm not exactly your size there, big boy. we got to change up this a little bit. And, I'm going to have to uh, use my legs a different way. I'm there you to, go. Yeah. There you go. So absolutely something uh, I think you're ready, you'd be ready for, particularly if you go through this some of those ugly CrossFit exercises. They can be brutal. One thing that's helped me too is developing or getting stronger at the mental battle, being able to say, yeah, we want to give up, but we're not going to. Like, we're going to finish this. What was the the hardest CrossFit workout you ever had to do? um, Well, I did half of Murph once when I did CrossFit when I was in middle school, but I didn't like it then. Gosh. Now you like the Murph? Is now <laughs> I don't want to do Murph ever again. You're, we're usually on vacation Memorial Weekend, so uh, I get okay. out of it. There you go. Anything with running. I hate running. Even though I ran track, 
uh, running is not my friend. Uh-huh. Like especially distance running. Yeah, the four hundred is your is four hundred is one lap. Give me one lap. And give me you. one lap <laughs> and we're good. Cool. So, uh, what what are you most looking forward to about recruit school or even past recruit school getting in the station? Being able to say that I did it. I I have cousins, uh, girl cousins. They're 17, 15, and 12 or 13, and they're really looking up to me doing this, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to show them that we can be different. Oh, cool. I have the oldest one. She's going to Virginia Tech for engineering, and her and her friend are one of two girls in the program, and it's me and another girl that's in my recruit school. So. Oh, neat. So you're going to be the inspiration for the, for the next be. generation. Cool. Hopefully. So you've already met your – Classmates, I take it you say you're going to I've met a few of them. Um, the other girl who's going to be in my school, we did meet in person to get to know each other. And we text all the time. Like We have each other's back. Oh, there you go. And there's so. another guy who goes to CrossFit Addict. And he's married to a girl that goes to my gym. So through mutual friends, we've been talking off and on. Oh, neat. Well, what uh, – you know, obviously you got a little bit of exposure to the station life through through your dad and through family. Mm-hmm. Um, as the as the crew leaves station there they 17, go. going on a, an EMS call, I think. Um, is there anything that um, from the after the recruit school do you think you're looking forward to after getting you know you're successful, you're get back to mm-hmm. get into the station and working on your the rest of your career? What are you looking forward to there? That's a tough one. There's so much you can do with being in the department. I feel like, um, you know, my dad he worked 24 on and then 48 off and he spent all that time with us when he was home and I just feel like there's so much you can do outside of the career too because I'm not meant for a Monday through Friday job Um, so being here I work hard do what needs to be done at the station and give it my all while I'm here and then at home do what I want to do and live my life Um, but here I'm looking forward to again learning how to take care of people and eventually I want to get my paramedic and then be the best firefighter I can be. Continue to get stronger and, you know, eat right, but build muscle and just reuse the tools that it's given me and help people. Cool. Um, what would you, what advice do you think you would give? You know, you've been through the, through the Henrico process. Did you get, did you get, you, so you got an offer from Henrico as well. I did. Second. <laughs> they, they were a little slow in the uptake there. But uh, what advice do you think you would give to anybody your cousins, for example, or even the the males that are out there that are thinking about getting into the job, getting into the profession, because that process of going through the hiring process to get to where you're ready to start school tomorrow uh, may be a daunting one for some po- some folks. What what advice do you think you would give them as they're starting to say, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this"? What what would you tell them? I would tell them again, you know, go ahead and start getting into the gym if you're not already. And it's an it's been like eight months from October to now. Like, honestly, if you haven't before, go take an anatomy course or a course on medical terminology. Go ahead and get that ingrained into your brain so that when you start, it's not a foreign language. Uh, Be patient. It's a long process and take it one step at a time. Take your test. If you pass, prepare for your interview. If you pass, prepare for everything that's coming after your physical test. Cool. Well, Usually I like to talk about you know, history. Um, as young as you are, you don't have much of a history. Uh, how long have you been out of high school? 
Um, so I graduated 2018, so five years five now. Five years, okay. So after high school, or my during my senior year, when was when I started the technical center, and I went there every other day, and that's when we learned anatomy, medical terms, and the beginning of nursing, and then the following year was a full-time school year, and that was just LPN school, and I graduated June of 2019, and then took my boards and passed and got my LPN license. And then I worked at a dermatology office for two years, and I loved it. It was awesome. So the, the Dr. Pimple Popper? Dr. Pimple Popper, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then during COVID, I left there, and I actually went to do occupational nursing at Advanced 6 in Hopewell. And I was there for about seven months, and I liked it, but it wasn't the job for me. And with COVID, we did a lot of COVID assessments, and like the employees would call, and we would get like all of their symptoms, and explain quarantine and everything with them and I was just over it I think everybody was over COVID everybody about a week was later. over it yeah. so I was like you know like this just isn't for me and again like I had taken classes anatomies micro because I was eventually going to get my RN and then COVID changed my plans which is okay because at the end of the day it's all in God's hands and I feel like this is where he wants me to be so I was like all right God like I don't know where you want me to go but I'm going to take time off and focus on the gym, focus on myself, and you just show me where you want me to go. Mm-hmm. And then again with my friend coming in, uh, she actually moved in with us for about a month when she was going through the process. And I was like, this is it. This is where you want me. So let's do this. You're off to the races. Off to the races. If, uh, you know, when, when I got hired, the, um, it was a test. It was a physical ability test, and then it was an interview with the fire chief. We didn't have the panel Kind of okay. Thing. We had the we had the fire chief, one on one with them, which was always interesting. But uh, I don't know if you've met the chief chief center. If you had the opportunity, yet. if you had the opportunity to ask him a question, what do you think you might ask him about? You know, your career or the recruit school or the department. What do you think you might ask him about? Um, well, I would ask. You know, what was it like for you then? Because I feel like it's changed. And you know, what were your biggest accomplishments? What have you gone through? Any setbacks? And how did you get through it? What was your mentality like through coping through the trauma that you see, and how did you get to where you are now? Is there anything that worries you about your about being in this career long term? Is there anything on your on your mind that um, back injuries? Back injuries. Yes. Um, yeah, just getting injured to the point where I can't do what I want to do, or just the trauma. If I'm like, oh, you know what, I can't handle this. Like I thought I could, then I don't know what I would do then. But. Mm-hmm. Well, my advice there is to talk to people. That's uh, mm-hmm. that that mental health, that that emotional trauma that comes with the job these days. And fortunately, uh, it's way better today than it was when I came on. Because then it was suck it up, rookie. It's part of the job. Move on. And now it's yeah. not like that. So there's there are opportunities to get help and talk through things and share your thoughts. So yeah, do that. And I've heard stories from my dad pretty much all my life. Um, so picturing it, it's pretty gruesome, but. Um, I don't think he would have pushed me to this uh, career if he didn't feel like I couldn't handle it or if he didn't like it for me. What do you think is the best piece of advice he might have given you so far in the, with the, in the realm of the job? Leave it at the door. Leave your emotions at the door is Later. what he told me. Maybe we'll get him, you and him together one day, and he can explore that I one a little bit more. I would love that. That would be awesome. That's, that's another. you got to convince him to get on here. Well, I can do that. I know, I know his boss, so. Oh, that's true. 
So yeah, that's another kind of thing I want to do from a series perspective is um, you know meeting with you and uh, Ben today to recruits getting ready to start recruit school. I want to touch base with you and maybe the first of the calendar year and see what see what see what the recruit academy was like. Was it what you expected? Was there something you didn't expect? Mm-hmm. What were the challenges? What were the easy parts? And uh, maybe even talk a little bit about the first month or two in the fire station. See what that experience is Absolutely. like. So that's what I want to do. And the the other thing I want to do is. Because it seems like the fire services is not only is it a family, but there is family within the family. And, mm-hmm. You know, you and your dad. Um, you know, there's Eddie Barry and Mark Barry as brothers on the department that both of them are getting ready to retire, and other family members that that join the service. I want to talk about that too. So maybe one of these okay. days we'll, we'll get you and you and uh, you and your dad together and that talk about really it. That'd be, that'd be awesome. So, well, any, anything else to kind of close this out with? Um, you know, we've been. 20 minutes or so it should be enough uh, anything else you want to share with the audience or what you're looking forward to or Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting everybody and becoming like a family with the people in my class I know we're all going to be kind of awkward at first um, but I'm really looking forward to that and the physical training and learning everything I'm going to in EMT and fire Good. I'm just I'm so excited what I'm for everything I'm going to learn. Good, I'm I'm excited for you. It takes me back to, to my <laughs> first days. It's been a been a minute since then, but uh, yeah. I certainly relive it. With just sitting here talking to you, I keep popping things into my mind. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember how that went. So, uh, starting off with EMT. Well, you probably don't start EMT tomorrow. It's that whole county employee orientation. Yes, and they said to and, we'll start EMT July 5th. That's when they said to bring our books. Ah, okay, so next the next week. So yes, today, yep. first week is all the fun and excitement. Of, yes, uh, orientation. Yeah. We do have a physical test. Uh, they want to see where we're at physically. Kind of a PT test, yeah. baseline kind of. Yeah, we oh, have okay. a mile and a half run at our own pace, timed sit ups, timed push ups, and just other physical stuff. Oh, there you go. So that's four five six laps around the track you gotta get yes. ready for okay <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yay oh yeah i have been running at home so oh good well i think you have a problem you do crossfit that'll that's uh that's a it's quite so the workout. fun yeah it's so fun that's <laughs> that's why i take jujitsu because that's fun too but they, it's not anywhere near like that that's but anyway funny. So, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up here and uh, look forward to talking to you again on the other side of your academy and uh, see how it went for you. And I'll give you the kind of piece of advice I've given every recruit I've talked to is, is take a notebook and okay. make notes, not only for recruit school, but for the years you're in a fire station. Because when you get closer to retirement or changing careers in 15 years, you know, you'll go back and go, wow, I can't believe that happened to me or I thought okay. this or that's the way it was. But uh, that's always fun to do. So. Uh, with that, uh, we'll kind of wrap it up here and make sure everybody uh, knows that you can reach out to me uh, through the email at firehouselogbook at gmail.com or follow along on Twitter or Instagram. FD Logbook is the Twitter handle and FD Logbook Podcast is the Instagram handle. For some reason, I couldn't get both of those to match. But uh, make sure you follow along on Facebook as well. And uh, for anybody else out there who wants to support uh, the podcast, and thanks to those patrons who've signed up on Patreon, you can follow along on there and get some early content and some bonus content as well at patreon.com backslash firehouse logbook podcast. So uh, first off, thanks again to uh, uh, Chief Chambers, who was kind of my go-between to, to Chief Center and letting you do this. I, I know I 
really, a, I don't mind grabbing retirees and dragging them behind the mic and letting them speak their mind. But for uh, for a new recruit, I didn't did not want to do that without the fire chief's endorsement and authorization. So, thanks to Keith and uh, Chief Center for uh, for help let letting me set this up and let me get to spend a few minutes with you and hearing your side of the story. And look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for having me. I look forward to talking to you too once I'm through it. Awesome. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you.